Hi guys! I'm literally so excited to be back and recording. Um, honestly, I'm just gonna cut straight to the chase. Uh, yeah, I've not been here the past two weeks, I think, um, and you guys should know by now that this is the craziest and busiest time of my life so far, and it's also just a time where I've been lacking motivation for pretty much everything in my life. It's not just like creatively or sister spell, it's like everything, but I'm slowly getting back to it. I feel it coming back to me. Um, so I think from now on, honestly, expect an episode at least every other Monday, but obviously... I would try, um, or I'm trying to upload an episode every Monday, but I don't want to promise you guys something and then break the promise, so I'd rather you guys just, like, kind of not expect it or loosely expect it rather than being, like, she is going to post today and then get disappointed. So, yeah, I'm sorry for the inconsistency over the past even just couple months, but just know that I love and appreciate you all and I truly do enjoy doing this podcast. I think for me is that, like, once I get home, I get so tired that I just... I can't make myself get out of bed and go to my desk and record, which is really bad, but you know, I'm trying guys, I'm trying. I did it today and I'm very glad that I did because the second I get out of bed and I start reading the DMs and the emails, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's a reason I'm doing this. I love doing this. It's so fun for me because this is genuinely like a little community and it's so great to be a part of it. So yeah, I, I'm trying to think of some like life updates. Um, I don't know, Christmas and like winter break is coming up really soon. So that'll be really nice. I'm trying to get like most of my college applications done. Most of them are done. I think I have like four more, um, before Christmas break, uh, or winter break, whatever you want to call it so that I don't have to worry about it over the break. But you know, the, the likelihood of that happening is kind of low because I still have a lot to do, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i excited for winter break, obviously. It's two weeks long. Mine, I think, is from December 17th through January 3rd or something. But yeah, it's usually about a two-week window if you don't live in America or if your school system's different. Because um, I know some people have like year-round school and they have different breaks and things like that. But yeah, my, my break is coming up. So basically, I just have this week. And since it's Monday, I've got four more days left in the school week. And then I'm on break. And I'm so excited because I am going to visit some family um so I get to go on a little trip for like five or six days and see my grandpa my cousins and my aunt and uncle and I think some of my mom's like old family friends that live there so yeah I get to fly across the country and it'll be a good nice um break and I actually get back home on Christmas Eve um but it's like in the afternoon which is kind of good because I like you know I'm excited to go to see my family over um the holidays but I don't want to be there when it's Christmas just because I don't know there's something cozy just about being at my old house being at my own house during Christmas so I'm very excited to just relax spend some time with family and then get back and relax in my own house sorry if you guys hear background noises my cat is right here and he's been messing around with plastic bags and I'm petting him now so that he stops meowing, but anyways, if you hear background noise, that is him. Um, yeah, that's, that's a big update for me, I guess. It's just that winter break is coming up, and I, I know a lot of people are going through, like, finals right now, whether you're in high school, college, uh, probably not middle school, although I don't know, some middle schools maybe, um, whatever it is, if you're going through finals, I'm praying for you, hoping you get good scores. Sorry, my cat just meowed please ignore this. Um, hoping you're getting good scores. I am 
so proud of each and every one of you even if I don't know you personally I'm sure you're doing great and just keep working hard and you will achieve everything that you want so yeah um I don't know it just school stuff obviously is on my mind you know what though I am I, I want to talk about the fact that like I'm so happy where I guess I'm at as far as like the beginning of my filmmaking career because as you guys know I've talked about this multiple times Sister Spill was something that I created in my freshman year of high school and it was just a hobby for me you know um and it still is like a hobby for me but like when I created it I was it was a Saturday afternoon I was bored I saw Zoe Laverne drama and Haley Morales drama shout out if you've been with me that long and I was like you know what I'm gonna report on this just for fun because I knew about t-channels and I was like what if I just made my own for fun and I somehow miraculously managed to land such a great fan base um and have people return and keep watching my videos and so it kind of came like it kind of became something where I was like okay if I'm having this many people give me that much positive feedback and they keep coming back like why wouldn't I keep doing this so I just kept doing it and here I am still doing it obviously I've taken way longer breaks and gaps as I've gotten older but that also just comes with you know maturing and you know let you know wanting less to do with the tea kind of childish stuff and more getting into the what happened to videos the more documentary style videos journalism type videos those are more fun to me which I have talked about that um, as well but you know sister spell was never intended um to be like as big as it was or or f- like I, I had no idea I'd be still doing this um and I'm so glad that I am don't get me wrong but my point of saying all this is that like my original plan wasn't to get my attention from you know like an online drama channel I always expected it to be like um through making my own short films or films in general so yeah I I what I'm trying to say is that I've always wanted to be a filmmaker since I was like nine years old I've been making YouTube videos um you know just on a personal channel of myself and my friends and things that I do and then I created Sister Spill and that kind of just advanced my interests and then you know as I've been doing Sister Spill over the past four years um and I say four years because I've been doing it every year of high school I know it's been like I think it's been three years that I've actually owned it, I believe. Um, Yeah, because it's not two. It's more than that. I don't know. It must be two or almost three or maybe I'm messing up. I don't know. But I created in April of 2019. So hold on. April of 2020, that's one year. April of 2021, that's two years. Okay, so I'm coming up on three years. So yeah, um, you know, it's been a great journey but ultimately my goal is as I'm applying to colleges I am I've selected a major at pretty much every college as um film production or whatever any film major that they happen to offer because that is genuinely what I want to do and that's a whole different thing I could get into is like you know people say film school isn't worth it because you can just watch YouTube videos and learn on your own time and get your own hands-on experience and you'll you'll become a filmmaker. Um, and that's very true. But for me, I feel like I need that kind of structure of school. And that would be something that film school offers me as well as like great connections and being surrounded by people who love the same thing that I do. Sorry, my cat. Hold on. I'm going to pick him up. Let's see how much noise he makes. Wait, purring ASMR? (laughs) 
I, I obviously want to do filmmaking, and so I guess I just wanted to talk about some recent things that I've been doing. Um, on Saturday, I shot a short film, and that was really cool um, because I have been a part of this after-school film program for uh, about four months now, and I'm basically this a peer mentor. That's my official like job position name or whatever, um, and I basically am just kind of there to help out and like encourage the students that are part of this film internship, one that I did like way earlier in 2021 months ago. Um, And because I did that film internship, my mentor reached out to me or my group and was like, hey, is anyone interested in being a film mentor? And I immediately was like, yeah, this sounds great. So I decided to do it. And I'm so glad that I did because it's like taking the film internship all over again, but even better because when I did it, it was like half of it was like over zoom which i learned a lot there but you know i wish i had gotten more time in person and so yeah it's really great to be able to do this completely in person um because i get you know i've gotten so much hands-on experience with equipment and i've gotten it's a very small group it's like seven kids but i've gotten to help you know people with their projects and help them edit and encourage them and their creative abilities and learn from them as well um and it's just been like so great so because i'm part of this program um one of the last things that we're doing because it ends it ends next week unfortunately um is we he my mentor asked them to all write scripts and then we select a script and we vote on it um and whatever our favorite script was we actually filmed that short film so yeah it's a short like few minute film um but we selected this one kid's film uh script and we just filmed his um screenplay on saturday and i got to bring one of my friends to act as a role because we needed a friend and then we actually got three you know, professional-ish actors, I mean, actual actors, not just, like, some random people that we knew, like, actual actors that we, um, paid a little bit for the role, so we got actors, we had lights, we had audio, um, you know, professional cameras, and I got to be the producer and the assistant director, so I don't know, the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is because I just feel like you guys are, like, a little family to me, and you guys are super supportive of everything that I do, and so I thought it'd just be cool to share, like, how my career was going, and I guess Saturday was a very, like, solidifying moment for me because I was just like, you know what, I've been stressing so much about colleges and not getting into the most prestigious or best film school, and I realized that, like, no matter where I go, I'm going to do something great, and I just need to trust myself and, you know, understand that it doesn't ultimately matter if I go to the number one film school in the world or the number five film school in the world or maybe even the number 10 one or you know whatever happens like of course certain film schools will give me better advantages but um at the end of the day like if I truly love film I'm going to be finding a way to do it no matter where I go or whatever I'm doing like I'm I'm always I, I can't imagine myself not being a creative person so yeah I guess I just wanted to share that with you guys how I'm I'm just like in a good place as far as like feeling hopeful for my future and my passions and the things I want to pursue and I hope that this inspires you guys to just like do whatever you can right now especially because a lot of my audience I know is younger do what you can right now to immerse yourself in your passions because if I had known about these programs earlier I would have been doing this since freshman year or middle school you know but I didn't know about them and I I honestly like could have looked harder so you know the fact that I am learning about these things you know junior year I'm like well where has this been my entire life so make sure that you guys constantly seek out opportunities 
especially in the field or the area that you want to get into because it's truly so amazing to to see other people around you all the time that are interested in the same things as you are. Sorry, I'm going to let my cat out of my room. I'm going to pause. So yeah, that that is like my big sister advice to a lot of you guys who may be younger. Please seek out all the opportunities you can to get involved no matter, I mean, and I'm a shy person. This is me saying this. Like I have been hesitant to get involved in so many things and I really, really wish I hadn't been because now I'm at a place where I'm just like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to join things. I'm ready to be involved. Like I joined film club at my school and I'm going to film club tomorrow. Like it's just amazing when, you know, when I was younger, I I didn't think that many people were interested in film. And and honestly, like it is kind of a, a small industry if you think about it, like the amount of kids in a classroom, if you asked all of them what what they wanted to be when they grew up like you know there'd be some people who said psychology and business or finance or whatever some people would say engineering or whatever but it's really rare that someone in the room says film and if they do say it like I'm that person I'm like the one person that says oh I'm interested in filmmaking and so for a long time I felt a little bit isolated because you know I felt like other people couldn't relate to my career path or like what I was interested in and I was scared to tell people like I had a YouTube channel or that I liked making making videos for fun you know I only told the people closest to me that but now that I'm older and I've matured a lot and grown into my passion and actually recognize it as a passion I I've realized that like it is so important that you surround yourself with the community that you're interested in because once you find that community you're like wow like this is what I've been searching for this entire time and like I don't feel so lonely anymore because there are genuinely people out there who share this same interest as me and it's the coolest thing in the world to like put two and two together and just be like wow like there is there is a community out there for me so if any of you guys are feeling disconnected or feel like you don't belong somewhere like I promise there's a a place for all of you guys there's going to be a place that you'll find and you know it might take a couple years a lot of you guys are still young but you know I'm telling you from this place now that like there is always something out there for you to be a part of and something that you could feel like you can a place where you can feel like you can belong it it exists so yeah not not meaning to go on a tangent or write a whole TED talk there but I just feel like it was important to share that because that's kind of what this podcast is for is to I guess, influence other people and you guys help me learn. Um, But ultimately, I just want this podcast to be a positive thing for people. And if I can inspire even just one person by saying what I just said, then that would be great. So if you're, especially if you're entering high school, please be involved in things that you're interested in. Um, Maybe rather than just trying to join five different clubs, join the one that you really, really care about and put all of your energy into that. And I'm not saying it's bad if you join like a bunch of different clubs because that's also great, but just make sure that like you have a focus or you know that you're very dedicated to one thing. Um, And that, that doesn't mean that if you don't have a central passion, because I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people my age are, you know, have applied to college and they select undecided as their major because they don't know what they want to do yet. And that's entirely okay. But I'm just saying like, if I, this is just applying to the people who do have a passion. So if you do have a passion that you figured out that you really like so far, get into it right now. Because the earlier you start, earlier that you start the better it's going to be for you and the more experience you're going to get and it's just going to work out so yeah that was my little speech for today um hope you guys enjoyed but yeah 
Um, I think that's all I'm going to say as far as life updates go, just because I don't have anything too crazy to report. Oh, I did get a kitten though. I got a kitten like a couple months ago. I don't think I ever actually said that on the podcast. Not a couple months ago. It was like one and a half months ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I ever said that on the podcast. So if I didn't, I apologize. But that, that is the only other update that I have. For some reason, I feel like I did say that though. I don't know. I truly can't keep track of anything anymore. It's kind of embarrassing. But anyways, I'm going to start with the first email. So this person said, hi, sister spill. Sorry if this is long, but I'm really unsure if one of my guy friends likes me and I really need help finding out. We are good friends and I really like him. I just don't think it's possible for him to like me because he's really out of my league. We always say good morning and good night. He normally says good night slash good morning short person. He's given me stuff, a piece of candy and a dollar. It's really random, but really cute. We snap each other a lot and we both are each other's number one on snap. And he saved my picture in the chat saying you have beautiful eyes two times. And he will always tell, he always tells me I'm not ugly or that I don't have a big nose when I tell him I, I think I do. Not for attention, just because I do. One of our mutual friends gave him the gum wrapper heart I made and he said it was from me and he kept it in his phone cap phone case he's always telling me to go to sleep if it's late or to do my homework if i'm not doing it and he's really nice i asked him who he walks with in the morning and he said i don't even know tbh i'd rather walk with you though and i thought that was really cute okay so you want to know if he likes you (laughs) from everything that you've told me and from my own personal experience i would say absolutely yes um i don't know how deep it goes because sometimes people get infatuated rather than truly liking someone but from what you've told me it definitely sorry i just knocked something over it definitely sounds like he does like you because like i said from my own personal experience i've had people talk to me like this and it it's it's very obvious sign that like it's not just a friendship you know um especially like the you know boosting your confidence thing and saying I'd rather walk with you and the gum wrapper thing I mean all of it pretty much that you've told me is signs to okay he definitely likes you I mean it's one thing if it's like one little thing here and one little thing there but if it's a continuous thing where he's constantly giving you attention and and showing an interest in you then yeah I would I would say it's a no-brainer he likes you I don't know how much (laughs) but definitely there's something going on there that's not a friendship so I know that wasn't much but that's kind of all you asked so yeah keep me updated on this Okay, the next email says, Hi, Sister Spill. I hope school is going well for you and that your classes aren't too stressful. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas season. Thank you so much. You too. They're not too stressful. (laughs) Update on Tanya and my crush. Okay, so this person has messaged me before. Um, To be honest, I'm trying to remember the name Tanya, but this rings a bell. Um, Anyways, they're still dating, but I was able to realize how awkward middle school relationships are, so I'm not that jealous anymore, lol. Yeah, that's understandable. I think once you realize that, you get out of that mindset, it's like, oh, oh, okay. So yeah, there's there's kind of a realization there. Um, I'm only in seventh grade, yet all I can think about is high school since some of my eighth grade friends talk about it a lot. My problem is there are two high schools I want to go to, and there are pros and cons to each one. You might say you don't need to think about this, but I'd like to feel prepared. In grades one through five, I went to a school that a lot of people in my neighborhood went to. It was kind of toxic, but I made a lot of nice friends, and I miss them now. Um, 
Now I'm in gra- oh now in grades six through current, I made a lot of new friends. One high school is a school everyone from my old school will go to, plus it's the one my siblings go to. I also live closer. The other one is where all my new friends are going and it's less toxic. It's so tricky. Hope this made sense. Well, um, first of all, no, it's never too late to or never too early to worry about high school. I mean, don't worry about it, but to think about it, that's totally okay. Honestly, that's a good thing that you're thinking about it and wanting to be prepared. That's a good trait to have for sure. Um, I would say go with your gut at the end of the day. Obviously, it seems like the more logical decision would to be go would go would be to go to the school that you're you live closer to and the ones that your siblings go to, you know, just to make things easier and more convenient. Um, but at the same time, if you truly feel like it's going to be a bad environment for you, I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to go to the other school because, you know, at the end of the day, that's where you made your new friends, um, or that's where your new friends that you made are going. So, you know, I think, especially because you're in seventh grade, the, I, I think, give it time, um, because you do have a little bit of time to, like, maybe, you know, friend groups will change, maybe you reconnect with your old friends, or, or whatever it is, like, maybe something will change from now until you go to high school, and then you'll, you'll have to re- reevaluate, because for me, like, I remember having a conversation about what high school I wanted to go to in seventh, eighth grade, um, even in, like, fifth grade, um, but that, you know, changed a lot, because my family moved, and on unpredictable things happen and friend groups change and ultimately like where I decided to go um it worked out for the best but I think like it's it's up to you and how you feel about each environment and what would be the best for you not just about friends but about you know academics are you going to learn like better at one school than the other like is one school a better uh I don't know teaching environment like whatever it is there's so many factors that go into it so I would say yes it's okay to you know think about it um but at the same time it is really early and a lot of things things could change between now and then so I would say just you know keep going with your gut as time goes on and when you are about to enter high school that's when maybe you reevaluate look take a step back see where you are and just be like okay now what is my gut telling me where do I want to go um yeah that's kind of the best advice that I could give you right now all right so we're gonna get into some dms so this person said hey girl i need some advice basically there is this person i used to be best friends with she moved away in december of last year and was having a lot of friendship issues due to the fact that her her new friends were doing bad things vaping partying etc and because she didn't want to participate in that kind of stuff so she felt left out i messaged her paragraphs and i mean paragraphs every morning before school telling her how much i loved her and how strong she was etc it sounds annoying but i know her and verbal affection is something that's like her love language i don't know but she needs that kind of stuff but the problem is she moved schools and made a bunch of new friends don't get me wrong i'm happy she's happy but ever since she met this one girl she's been ignoring ignoring all my texts and calls i've been going through a rough patch with recently with depression and overall loneliness i don't want to tell her everything because she's not responding even when i've just said let's call her girl a hey girl a i've been going through a bit right now if you're not ready to help me that's okay but if you could just give me a call, it would make me feel so much better. But she just ignores me. I went up to her city for an event thingy and multiple people came up to me asking if I was her bully. And she said all this disgusting stuff about me that even her mom has yelled at me for. Um, 
mom has yelled at her for because it didn't happen. She keeps blaming me for everything or making excuses as to why she's ignoring me. I would drop her, but my parents and her parents are really, really close. And anytime I say anything about her to my sister, who is best friends with her mom, her sister, or my sister, shuts me down saying, don't talk about her like that. Deep down, she, you know she's like your sister, but she's really not and has actually been the reason for a lot of things like relapses. So I really need some advice. I've already tried to text her multiple times saying how I feel and if she's okay with us being friends, but she either ignores it or brushes it under the carpet. I can't keep doing this to myself and I really don't know what to do. This is a really hard situation. I feel like actually someone has messaged me with a similar situation before as far as like parents being really good friends. So it's hard to cut a certain friend off and I understand how hard that can be. Um, you know, I've had like a couple situations where I've had a good friend that my parents are good friends with, but ultimately like as you get older, you realize like you have to dictate your own life at some point and if someone is causing you this much pain and distress then they are not a healthy person in your life and I'm sure that you could have predicted me saying that but truly like there's no better way to say this and she doesn't deserve to be in your life like she really doesn't it's not a healthy relationship for you it's not a healthy friendship it's not good for her um it's just not it's not sounding good overall and I feel like both of you guys would just benefit by being your own independent people because it's clearly like there's a communication barrier there and she's not doing anything to resolve that i mean the fact that like a friend someone that you consider a friend is ignoring your calls and texts that is a major red flag to me i mean no matter how mad my friends have been at me before i have never been in a situation where my friends will straight up ignore me for uh, long periods of time i mean if anything it'd be like you know, a couple hours or or something like that, or like a day if we were like in a fight in middle school, but like truly like mature, real, genuine friends, they will be real with you. They will communicate with you. And the fact that this friend of yours is not communicating with you at all is very concerning. So, you know, obviously there could be things going on. She has a new friend group and you mentioned that and that's that's okay. And I'm glad that you're trying to be happy for her because ultimately that's a very mature thing to do. But yeah, I, I think, you know, even if she is busy with a new friend group, she she can at least be, you know, have the decency to respond to you because that's truly like such a, a crappy thing to do is not respond to someone. I mean, that's what kills me is like, I'm, I, I'm always that person that responds pretty quickly to people um or like I guess I just I'm pretty big on communication and so when people you know if someone ghosts me or doesn't communicate with me or leaves me undelivered for hours like to me it's just it it's it's like a slap in the face sometimes obviously there are different situations or you know someone's not on snapchat or you know something stupid but at the same time like I just when you're close to someone, I really think that it's important to be communicating with them. And if this so-called friend of yours is literally ignoring you and continues to do so, that is not a friend. I'm like, I'm sorry to say it, but it's not. It's not someone that should earn that title in your life. So, you know what? I, I would say like the best thing you can do is be mature about everything and know that what you've done as a friend from your end has been what you can, what you can do you've done your best, you've worked hard, you've been a great friend to her, you've sent her paragraphs, you invested time into this friendship, and that, there, there comes a point where that is all you can do, and if you're not getting much out of her, out of the other side, then, you know, that's that, but you, you can't 
force something that is just not happening and so what it sounds like to me is this friendship isn't happening so you know what I understand the thing about like not being able to drop her and that's okay but um, I feel like the next best thing that you could do is distance yourself from her which it seems like she is already doing from her side and you know what instead of reaching out stop reaching out now she's ignoring you anyway why reach out to someone who is blatantly ignoring you I mean that's just it's just not right um you don't want to use your energy on someone who is genuinely not taking an interest in your friendship and so to me if I were you I would definitely stop reaching out to her because it shows that you know you're taking a stand against this and you're saying you know what I'm not going to contact you anymore because you clearly don't want to communicate with me right now and you can see what she does um if anything and if she doesn't do anything it really does show that she has no interest in building this friendship but if she you know misses you after some time and notices you haven't been reaching out then she might reach out maybe she'll change her ways I don't know I like to see the good in people but as for now I really don't think that this is a healthy friendship for either of you guys that's fine that she has with her friends but she should not be able to just ignore you and and give you no reason or explanation as to why she's doing this so you know I I definitely say it the the family situation is hard but the best you can do is distance yourself um if you can't cut her off and about your sister you know it might be might be hard but ignore what your sister says because ultimately she can't tell you how to feel and you know even if she thinks that you guys are like sisters it doesn't mean that it feels like it and that's a very big difference so yeah I hope that this helped just keep your head up and keep fighting for what's right and you know it'll work out it will the next dm says hey sister sister spill first of all i love your podcast on youtube please keep going you're helping me a lot so i have a friend let's call him tyler me and tyler are sort of in an lgbtq plus club and he is transgender he really wants to tell the club but his other friend also came in the club let's call them lila so tyler really wants to come out to the club but he doesn't want lila to know um maybe you have advice for me so um this is really hard because you know when it comes to sexuality i never quite know what to say as like a straight person I feel like I'm always unqualified to give advice on these topics but at the same time I feel like you guys are coming to me for a reason and so I must have something to say which I do um and I guess the whole concept of this is like not feeling comfortable with someone else knowing um something about yourself and you don't know what to do to tell this person you know the person that's going through this um and you know if I were giving advice to Tyler I would say do not come out in an environment where you are uncomfortable or you don't feel supported and if you know if he feels extremely um uncomfortable coming out when Lila is there he should not be doing it um then because I the last thing that I would want for someone is to have such a big moment like that and then feel like they can't really say what they want to say because a certain person is there so I would say like you know it's totally um, it's a hard, it's a hard situation. Um, obviously he must have his reasons for not wanting Lila to know, and that's totally fine. And I would say if there was maybe a way that he could come out when, you know, maybe there's a day that she's not there or something like that. Other than that, I don't know. Maybe he could, sorry guys, okay, tired. Um, maybe he could, Maybe he could like reach out to them via social media or if he's friends with them outside of the club, like he could come out to them slowly one by one 
or you know to the people who he most wants to know um i don't know this is a really tough situation i i guess i i usually have something more to say but for this i genuinely don't know other than i would tell him to not do anything that he is uncomfortable with and if that means don't come out in front of this group with lila don't do that you know so ultimately it's up to him what he decides to do um and so i guess i'm having trouble with what what advice to give you but yeah all right so this person said hey sister spill this might appear to be a different topic to, to discuss because i know you get repetitive problems to give advice on so i hope this could add some color and variation into the segment thank you i really appreciate that a student's academic val- validation is very prominent in my mind right now and something i think we can all relate on i feel like we could do so much better academically especially as a or I could do so much better academically, especially as a straight B student. Yet no matter how hard I try, my results remain the same, regardless of the dozens revi- dozens of revision methods I've tried. I feel this need to do better than the others in my class, or at least be in the top five. It's extremely exhausting since I truly want to attend a good university, but my grades are preventing me from doing so. How can I overcome this guilt, or how do I perform better academically? I know how completing uni applications is stressing you out, so I'm so, so sorry for bringing this up. I love your podcast nonetheless no no worries about bringing it up i'm always down to talk about anything you guys want to talk about truly um you know this one is is a really good one and i'm glad that you decided to spice things up because a lot of the things that i do get are about friendships or relationships or whatever which is totally fine but i do appreciate a good variation so you know i i think it's really great that you're even reaching out about this in the first place i mean granted i know it's you know to this drama youtuber with her own podcast but like the fact that you are reaching out to someone about this shows that you are dedicated to becoming a better student and you're showing a lot of promise already i mean i was not like that at your age i think that's really cool there is a way that every person learns specifically um a best way like for me i'm a very visual learner and so you know whenever i've been in English or math or whatever, you know, if I, if I need to know how to spell a word, I don't see it in my head as well as I, like, I can just write it on a paper and I'll, you know, I'll know how to spell the word. When I'm in math, like, I have to write my work down. I have to write down math problems because that's just how I work. I'm a very visual learner. I love to write things down. That is how I work. Um, I like to doodle on my pages, things like that. Um, so for for one, I would say maybe there's a way that you tend to learn better. For me, it's visual learning. For you, maybe it is not. Maybe it's taking notes. Maybe it's being really analytical. Maybe you have a photographic memory and you can just remember things really well, like memorization. Um, maybe you learn well with uh, flashcards. Or, you know, there's so many different methods or things that you can do to learn so I would say step one is like try to discover the way that you work as a student the best Um, and number two I would say don't stress too much because oftentimes the stress makes things worse if you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to be top five or the best in your class or or do amazing like that is that's great but it's one thing to to strive for academic excellence and another thing to be unhealthily attached to being amazing in school to the point where you get competitive and then you get so hard on yourself and it it just gets so frustrating and you you disappoint yourself all the time you know that's not the way to go and I've been there because I'm very hard on myself and people around me have been hard on me when it comes to academics in school 
and I'm so grateful for that but at the same time I can see how crushing it can be when you feel like you're not doing your best or the best that you can and so for you I feel like first of all congratulations on getting straight B's I know that not many people say that and it's always about A's 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 but getting B's is still an accomplishment too um so you should feel very proud of yourself for all that you have done so far um I would say that you know if you want to get your grades up there are things that you need to do and obviously this differs for every person like I was saying everyone learns differently but I would say for me what I've learned is that you know, maintaining good grades, the reason that I've had all A's and good grades for my entire life is because academic success is important to me. So I I just feel like this might sound weird or like shallow, but I feel like if something is important enough to you, you will find a way to make it work or you will find a way to be good at it. So that kind of, that kind of translates into my life now as far as like filmmaking like you know if I truly want to do filmmaking I'm going to get out there and I'm going to start making films I'm not just going to think about it I'm going to do it and so that just kind of comes full back full circle back to school it's like okay if you truly want that a if you truly want these good grades you will do everything in your power to get that and again I don't want that to sound like superficial or like oh this is so easy or if you just put your mind to it you can achieve anything because I know it's not that simple I really really know but I feel like if you can maybe try to search for some sort of mental block you might have going on uh, like sometimes I have mental blocks and and I, I I just sit and reflect for a moment and I'm like wow I'm really not confident in my ability to do ability to do this or whatever and once I recognize that I start to untangle that knot in my mind and then I'm like okay let's slow down, like, I can do this, but I I feel like a lot of it is about, like, confidence, um, being positive with yourself, believing in yourself, all of that good stuff, and it all, like, if you combine that with something that you really, really want, I totally feel like you are capable of achieving even better grades that you're getting now than you're getting now, like, it, it's, it's really important to focus on confidence and doing your best in that, area um as far as like just being nice to yourself because that can go a long way I mean you wouldn't believe like how impactful just being nice to yourself is and saying positive things in your head is and so I feel like okay you know find the way that you learn the best and focus on that be positive focus on that and three would just be do your absolute best do your absolute best and it seems like you're already doing that and that's great if you do your absolute best and you still manage to earn B's, that's okay. At least you knew that you did your absolute best to earn that grade. And while B's aren't A's, they're still B's. They're still good grades. It's still a sign of you passed the class and you understood pretty much everything. And it's a great accomplishment. So don't undermine that. Um, but yeah, you know, I understand the appeal of wanting to go to a good university. I'm in that same boat now. Um, I'm trying to like kind of detach myself from that idea because I know that like there will be rejection letters and it's you know it's not healthy for me to just get attached to to schools that are really really selective basically like lotteries so you know I guess what I'm trying to say is like university is very important of course but don't stress if you don't get into a really good one um because ultimately like I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast like things are going to be the way that they're meant to be everyone has a different career path and goals and I just feel like the more that you work on things the better you're going to get with it 
practice makes perfect, I guess, <laughs> something along those lines. And I think as far as academics go, if you truly find your learning style and focus on that, focus on being positive with yourself and being confident, and finally, just do the best that you can, meaning do all of your homework, reach out to teachers or professors, um, you know, email people if there's miscommunications or if you have questions, ask questions, that's very important, do extra reading, like whatever you can do, there's always a way around it and I truly believe in you, I think that everyone is capable of academic success, um, you just, I guess it just depends on how much you want it, how much you work for it, and also the environment around you. I mean, I know not everyone has the best academic situation, and that's very understandable. Um, I've had, like, multiple teachers that I'm like, wow, I could have learned so much in this class, but this, you know, this teaching style was a little bit frustrating. Um, That's happened to the best of us, but I think, you know, overall, don't beat yourself up too hard. Be very confident, and that will get you that will get you a long way. So yeah, I hope that that helped. I'm sorry I went on kind of a tangent on a lot of those, but that is all the advice I'm going to be giving today, just because as you probably can tell, I'm really tired. Um, I've yawned like three times. I actually don't know if I'm going to edit that out, but I probably won't edit this out just because it explains why I'm tired. Um, but yeah, I am, <laughs> I'm exhausted, guys. It's 9.49 p.m., but I feel like it's like one in the morning for some reason. So yeah, I really appreciate all of the love and support that you guys gave me. A lot of you guys sent me screenshots of your Spotify wrapped and showed me that you were um, listening to Spillcast and that was your top podcast for the year. So that makes me super happy just to see how many people sent me DMs about that and said kind and encouraging words to me about my podcast that like really, really, really means the world to me. So thank you guys so much for the support. This has been an amazing 2021. Although I haven't been as active as I wanted to be on my main channel, this podcast has still been a constant force in my life. And it really, I mean, it impacts me every single week with the stories that you guys tell me and how you guys are able to get so personal with me. It really, it means the absolute world. So I just thank you guys so much for the support. And, um, as always, I'm always looking for people to give advice to. So if you would like advice in the next episode, send me a message. Um, you can email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial, either one. The Spillcast Official is one for my podcast account. Or you can also click the link in the description of this podcast episode and you can send me a voice message through Anchor if you don't have social media. You can also send me a voice message through Instagram. I miss listening to voice messages, so if anyone wants to send that in, that's fine. Remember, of course, if you want to send a voice message in, but you don't want your voice in it, I can always distort it, change the pitch, whatever, so it doesn't sound like you. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for advice. I'm always looking for new people to give advice to, and yeah, I will, um, oh, if you listen to this podcast all the way through, DM me what you were asking for for Christmas, like the biggest thing or like the thing that you're most excited for about the holidays. Yeah, I will talk to you guys next week.